Uh, I oh. like that. That feels good. Yeah. Welcome to Center uh, and Saints. New intro. Ben and Patrick. Well, I, I was still out there first, Ben. Patrick and Ben. I want my spot. You can have your spot. I like, I like the new music. Thanks for finding that for us. I just like wiggling, man. If Get that it? didn't make you wiggle, check your pulse. I feel like uh, we should be on the beach uh, hitting volleyballs and having silly giggle laughs at each other. Oh, tickle fight. Oh, come tickle on. Tickle fight. I mean, that's, uh, what, Sally Fields uh, jumping around in her... Was that Gidget? Gidget, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That's kind of Gidgety. That is very Gidgety. You know, when I think of us, I think of Gidget. So yeah, nothing says. I mean, most like two middle-aged men. If you've made it this far in the podcast, that's exactly what you're, uh, how you're imagining us. If you've made it this far in the podcast, you uh, we, get a hobby. Yeah, we like, can get we can get you a hobby. We can get you connected to some therapists and counselors. Figure um, it out. Go play golf. Go try it. I mean, you should do something. Figure out a fantasy football league. Expensive. Hey, and that's a good segue. We're coming off uh, the all sports episode. We mm. promise not to be all sports all the time. Yeah, sorry about that. That's not what this, so, well. I mean, not sorry, but that's the, these podcasts are going to take on an identity of their own each and every time. I learned a lot about rugby last time, and I and yet still don't have a clue as to what it is. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah well, I had a lot of a lot of sleepless nights since uh, the rugby. <laughs> sleepless episode. nights. Yeah, and sleepless. Like I wake up and I'm just like, a try's worth five points. What? Why isn't it were three. <laughs> uh, but I am not going to invite that conversation hey, again. Try, try, and try yeah. again. You can at least get five points. Again, math checks out. It does every uh, time. As, as I every... learned the phrase the other day, that math ain't mathin. Oh, so that I math like ain't math. That math ain't mathin. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Hey, uh, Eddie, uh, fire it up there and uh, get us a drink, my man. Take us away, bartender. When you hear the tone, it will be exactly Ooh. time to get a drink. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 Just All right, Eddie. Woo! Woo! And a little drink. We're evolving. Look at that. He's, he's singing to it now. Oh. We, got, we got Patrick singing Eventually, to by, by the 10th episode, by episode X, uh, we'll be singing that. Do you think we're going to make it to episode 10? Well, you and I will. I mean, both of them will... Beyond Barb and Carl, Barb and by then. Barb and Carl are done. Yep. You know, I think the greatest, the greatest uh, tribute to this entire garbage fest that is Center and Saint, a Center and Saint podcast, is that someday we will meet a Barb and Carl who've been married hmm. for years, and they they listen to this on road trips. In Barb their, uh, Carl. In there, what you call you know the, the big the big moving motor home. Winnebago. Well, they yeah, don't call Winnebago. Winnebago. Fifth wheels. No, I think a fifth wheel is a pull behind, yeah? Yeah. I don't know that there's, I mean, there's classifications there. You got oh, gear. is this the outdoor sportsman episode? Ooh, uh, the uh, portable, the homeless living on the road episode. No, I think that's just, I, I don't think we're supposed to talk about homeless. Oh, sorry. Uh, so the drink today that we're having. This uh, is uh, this is bright. I'm going to give this, this is very bright looking. Uh, it looks just like lemonade. Okay. Just it like does. lemonade. It does look like lemonade. So um, what is this? So we, the uh, the new intro music, this is fitting for our new intro music oh. that we found because the intro song is actually called Mr. Ghost Goes to Town. Ghost Goes to Town. And Casper. this cocktail is called a Corpse Reviver. What? Um, it's called Corpse Reviver. It does look very bright. I would think a Corpse Reviver should be like dark. Dark and thick and like, like ugly, like... 
I think actually the original Corpse Reviver was just Jägermeister. Oh. This right. is um, last time on the episode, you said that you were not a fan of gin. Not. So oh. we're testing that Ooh. out now. And so this is Ooh. gin. Gin. Lillet. Oh, I thought you were going to repeat everything, like in a sensual tone. <laughs> so this is gin. Gin. I dated, I dated a girl named Gin. It was, well, at least she did. She was rough on the lips. Did you throw, did you Stop. push her into a uh, I, I don't, Ooh. actually, I don't know if I ever dated a girl named Jen. I I'm pretty sure I didn't. Okay. I don't think I did. So picking up where we left off. Jen. Jen Lillet. Lillet. Uh, I dated a girl named Lillet. <laughs> a bonjour. I did. Um, <laughs> what's Lillet? Uh, Lillet, it's, there are different types of Lillet. Yeah, there are. L- they're getting off the rails. Oh, welcome to minute six. We're getting off the rails. Oh, um, who's the center? Look, I forgot yeah. who's who. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, it is also um, triple sec. It is lemon juice and a little bit of uh, you know special special something in there. Special sauce. So and, Cheers. and there's absinthe in it too, which is why absinthe. it's called the Um That causes hallucinations, I think. Well, stay with us, and we'll see exactly how ridiculous this gets. Um, I like that you found the smacking your lips together cartoon style necessary <laughs> for your tasting. Well, for the Corpse Reviver, that was just the... I don't Ooh. think you've ever had this. <sighs> um, hits me hits me in the chest. Yeah. That one gets me right there. Well, it's like a rugby punch in the <laughs> chest. <laughs> Um, uh, mm. so sip on that. See, uh, see how you like it. See how you're feeling. We, uh, you're not two hands pouring this one down. This one is, this is a sipper. This one is a sipper. This is not a big gulp. This uh-uh. is a sipper. Boy, last time Woo. you, you tackled that old fashioned. Mm. I mean, it was, it was like a hobo looking after a beef stew, man. Get you it. just got, got it. face first. Got it. That and Look, I was embarrassed. No regrets. I couldn't stop watching though. No regrets. It felt a lot like a uh, a wreck that you want to see happen. It's a train that every car smashes the car before, and it's accordions and it was something. It's a a sight to behold. A train wreck, boy. Train wrecks. What's regrets? I guess it's kind of that's kind of different than the center segment. What right. are regrets? Yeah, like regrets are any, something that you wish you hadn't done. No, no, before. you got any you got any big regrets in your life? Um, I mean, starting this podcast comes to mind. Yeah, so, no, that's a good uh, one. It's I good mean, to have that. One one A has to be learn and move on. Yeah, um, meeting you, befriending you, mm-hmm. uh, intentionally that, continuing that friendship. Feels come like on, a real dicey this, life choice. Is this the origin story episode? This is oh, this is man. Quattro Formaggio. Right. Quattro Formaggio point five. Quattro Formaggio is. We, we had that one episode die or, origin story. Um, so Patrick and I met each other. No, in, no, 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 no. You this. You don't get to start with. I get to start with my wife coming home and telling me about her. Essentially coming home and letting me know she had a work husband. And I then mean, I that's was, where it starts. And that was like a better version of you. I, yeah, and I hated you yeah. for it. Oh, you it had does, to. It doesn't take much to be a better version of me. But it was also funny because, so so Patrick's wife and I used to work together, and our office was undergoing construction, so there was one point where his wife and I shared an office until 
the offices were completed. Ooh. And oh yeah, Ooh. oh yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, making eyes. Just, let me just uh, get around you here. Oh, excuse since, me. Since me. we sat back to back, excuse we made me. eyes at each other a lot. <laughs> let me tell you that. Oh. And um, I always heard, oh my gosh, my husband is so funny. You remind me of so my husband. Funny. He's he's so great. He's the most wonderful person. Mm. Mm. Um, and, it's getting deep in here, folks. Uh huh. I got my boots on. But I heard all these things about Patrick, and so I was hearing all the great things about Patrick, thinking wow. this guy sounds awesome. <laughs> Patrick was hearing all the great things about me thinking, who's around my wife all day? Yeah, who is this guy? I don't think um, I care for this guy. i got to go slash some tires in a parking lot. Excuse so me. the first time he ever walked into our office, I thought I was meeting someone that was also going to be excited to meet me. Not the case. You looked angry. You were sizing me up. I felt like a puppy. Where I was just like, oh my God, it's Patrick. Patrick. And then you came in and you had like a furrowed brow and you're literally just sizing me up. And I'm like, this is not the, this is not the kind, wonderful huggy bear human you, I've been told about. You understand, you understand the posturing though, right? And your wife's coming home talking about how she spends all day with somebody who reminds her it's a lot magical. like you and is not you. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like... I'm not sure I'm I'm not sure I'm fond of this situation. You're gonna have to quit your job. And then you're like, wait, am I the B version of me now? Right, yeah. Is work husband Did I my just... A version? And wait I'm... a second. Oh my word, this is uncomfortable. Uh yeah, so it absolutely was that. I'm like, I don't I'm not sure I I'm not particularly fond of my wife coming home and talking fondly of mm-hmm. about another man who mm-hmm. it doesn't doesn't matter if he's exactly exactly like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so highly skeptical and, and I mean, when you're six, three and 300 pounds, you understand that you have a certain presence when you show up into a space. And so and I got to tell you as, <laughs> as a, as a bigger guy myself, but I'm only, I go off at six, one, two thirty. I am not often the smallest guy in a twosome. Well, and so when you walked in and I was like, Oh, Okay, okay. Not friendly. Does not appear to... uh, We have different versions of each other because Uh I heard he's awesome and his guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And and then it was sometime after that that my wife comes home and is like, uh, I've set up a date for you to meet Ben. And and my work wife said the same thing. Yeah. I've set up a date yeah. for you to meet with my husband. And the catalyst was because she she was taking orders for lunch, mm-hmm. and the order was uh, two, two McDoubles, no, no pickle, pickle, large fry, fry, and a diet coke. Diet soda. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, she looked at you and said, "Have you talked to?" Oh my God, that's my husband's order. Those yes, are her exact exactly. Words. Yep. She said, "Oh my God, that's my husband's order," and I was like, "Okay." And then she said, "You guys would be the perfect of friends." And here she did. Are. She we're set here. it up. We went up to. Uh, we went. We, she had it set up for a local bar. You were already there. Again, it wasn't our first time meeting. Second time or whatever. Again, mm-hmm. I still wasn't very receptive to this. I had nervous gas. Yeah, I <laughs> As was. You I was Bino Ben at As the time. Bino Ben. Um, I I I urinated a lot right in the chair. Uh, um, you you still were a little bit more excited than I was for that. I got um, your musk in my nose though, yeah. and uh, you know here we I had are. I had to I had you fill out a. You remember this? I sent you a friend application. No, that Did I found you really? online. Do you remember this? No, I don't. It was it was I didn't read all the way through. Oh, it was that some, sounds so dumb. It was some preformed <laughs> thing that I'd found on the internet, and I sent it okay. to you, but I hadn't read all the way through it. So at the end, it was like. Uh, 
Taylor Swift or Justin Bieber or something. I had to have picked neither. And and you no, you picked one. And you're like Taylor Swift all day. Uh, really? And and if not, then this can't go any further. Oh, that now I do. I would bully you in it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Bully you yeah. It, yeah. And it had a lot of silly questions like that. They weren't serious. Oh, okay. Um, you don't remember that? I don't you, at all. You came back with like you filled it out very seriously. Oh yeah. But also like I'm jabbing a little bit of fun at you for these questions. Now that all adds up. That yeah, math, yeah. math. Yeah. And, yeah, and math your humor, um, which was my humor, was enough mm-hmm. to win me over. And it, mm-hmm. I mean, it goes back to like, you've seen couples that look alike, right? P- couples that are married a long time and you're like, is that us? They look alike. We're well, look alike. Not my, where you were going. I'm my, sorry. It's not where I was going. My okay. theory with that is we're so vain that mm. we, we marry, date, partner, uh, with people that look like us because we love ourselves so much. And wow. there's actually science to back it up. There's science that has studied this phenomenon and says, oh, no, yeah, actually, yes. You... Well, but, I mean, we're we're the exception then because, like, both of our partners are pretty fit, thin, small, small, uh, <laughs> not bald. Um, so, yeah, I yeah, guess... Not, uh, not bald. That's, not bald. Is that so, a dig? Yeah, well, it's. I feel like you were attacking me. I thought I was filling out the application. That was a little passive aggressive. I thought I was filling out the application. I do do like to have fun with things, for sure. Like, I I remember I asked a girl out one time where I said, um, I had said, you know, hey, but just so you know, it's not a date because I'm way out of your league. (laughs) And, like, it was clearly the opposite. Like, she, I was, I was dating Uh, up. Oh, yeah. But, like, that kind of banter, she was like, oh. Okay, I see you. Let's let's do this. Let's, uh-huh. One of my favorite moves to do on first dates. I mean, now that you know, this is this is at least our fourteenth date for you. And you have I. a lot of dates. You have a lot of first dates these days. I no 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 no. Your wife, Darlene, go ahead and turn yeah, this when off. When I was younger, when I was younger, I had um, a lot of first dates. My but my go-to move was you you kiss them right when you get there. And Bold. Then, and then when you do, you're like, all right, awkward parts over. Let's go have fun. Man, I I was started the be- and I, I mean I didn't do that on our first date, but I should have. I never I had enough confidence in myself. I was pretty insecure mm-hmm. uh, throughout my teenage years. I never had enough confidence whew, to ask a girl out. Like really, I just put myself within her orbit. Um, so you just like hung around her? I, I you did. You just like the awkward leader? Uh, and then maybe I talked to her friends to see if maybe there was any interest. Okay. But I, I didn't date a lot. I didn't date. My wife says, you dated everyone. And I, it's not true. You dated me. At I, had, I had friends with benefits before that was a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Showstopper. Okay. Right there. I, so, I, didn't, even know, I didn't even know what to say to that. Um, but our first date was <laughs> Not, awkward. I forgot. I guess I forgot that your wife set us up on a date. Yeah. I equally forgot that you sent me a friend application, and that is very funny. I wish you still had. That it. was the catalyst for me to be like, okay. Actually, I wish you still had. This, it. That would be that's bad. where you won me over. Did you? What do you think would happen if you sent someone a friend application today who's already a? Ooh, what about this? <laughs> Take it one step farther. <laughs> What huh. if we messed with our families and sent an application oh, to rejoin? Oh. Be like, you know, I'm sh- I found some other brothers and they they're found a some good other family. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't fit. do that. Was you know, some of my family members would take that uh, as an affront to them and would be like, why would you? 
Why would you even joke about that? Oh no, likewise, I think that's the comedy of it. Like I would like to I would like to it get would, the awkward phone call it, of I got a letter in the mail that's an application snail to, be mail? Your, to be your mom again. Mm. And be like, Yeah, I found a couple other moms that are pretty good fits. Yikes. And uh Oof. you know, I mean they, they make a better turkey at Thanksgiving. You know, um I wouldn't do that to my mom. I well that's the difference between you and I. Well it is. That's it's my B. But what's, what's your go-to side at Thanksgiving? Let's just get all oh, the way off the rails. I, see, thanks, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. It is, of all the holidays in all the land, that's number one for me. Because it's the one for me that has not been commercialized and ruined by Black capitalism. Friday or anything like that. Pre-sales, nothing. Well, that that's the ruining of the Christmas holiday. That's sure. That's not, right. I mean... Thanksgiving's the greatest day in the whole wide world. It is. It's. I love it. I love the meal. Yeah, I love the football. I love the time off. I love four day weekend. The four day weekend. I love yeah. the food. Yeah. People are like, I don't like turkey. I'm like, it's just big chicken. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I Only mean, sleepier. And you you get to cover it and something that nobody eats turkey plain. No. Like even on a sandwich, you oh, put yeah. something on it. Mashed potatoes. So it's gravy, it's kind of like my yeah. my wife eats pancakes without syrup, and mm-hmm. I'm like you're. You're getting it wrong. Wait, pancakes just plain? were plain, no butter, no syrup, and I'm like, Ooh. pancakes were only created to carry syrup it's a vessel. from the yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're just pouring the bottle of syrup in your mouth, and you look like a crazy person. Yeah, which that's unacceptable. Yeah. I mean, IHOP will ask you to leave. <laughs> so there's there's not a side for me for Thanksgiving because you have to have them all it's because all it makes sides. it. But there's certainly sides that you that I would say are not. Allowed or yeah. certainly don't make the cut. Oh, like what in, are those? And there's some that I I realized are Ooh. popular. Like some people like mac and cheese is the Thanksgiving dish. Side dish. Hate nope. List. No, there's no mac and cheese. The Pilgrims and the and the Native Americans did not have mac and cheese. Well, yeah, because Robert Kraft hadn't started his empire yet. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Kraft, I'm looking at you, Robbie. Um, oyster stuffing. Mm-hmm. No. Get that out. I love side dish hate list. Get I love it, it out. Keep going. What else you got? Um, the jelly cranberry stuff? I uh, bet you hate it. No, that has to be there. I, I may not enjoy it. You're a monster. You just need a little bit. You need enough to remind you how much you don't like it. <laughs> so hold on. So you're you're setting out exhibits of things that are not allowed whatsoever, but you're like, but these things suck so bad. I got to try it to remember I hate it. Well, it's... Tradition, right? It was okay. there, and you got to get it out of the okay. can so it has the ribs on it. You know, it's got to have, have wow. that. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. I I had yeah. somebody make real cranberry sauce out of real cranberries. Did you hate it equally? Actually, I don't mind cranberry sauce. It's kind of a it's jelly. Oh, it's your guilty pleasure. It's jelly. Oh, it's your guilty pleasure it, side dish. It's it's cranberry sauce on a turkey sandwich the day after Thanksgiving. It's not a bad way to Nothing go. Nothing says Thanksgiving Day like shame eating cranberry sauce in the pantry. <laughs> Just uh, nobody can see me. Oh, I'm so I'm so ashamed of myself. But you know what? I, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and eat it. It's I, dr- I drink out of the milk oh, jug so oh, in my God, house so too. Good. So if you come to my house and drink milk, just know that my lips. You drink on milk. That. You don't drink milk? Not at all. Uh, you're, no wonder you're so frail. It's no the wonder you're juice of another species. Exactly. Why would I? Uh, I gotta show. And when I look at cows, I make dead eye contact with them. Do you so they really? Know. I'm like, 
Not only do I drink your milk, I eat your meat. Wow. I will smoke your ribs faster than anything. Now, I do that. When I look at cows, I just go, oh, okay. hey. I, so I you're fine to eat their flesh. You're just not f free to eat their juices. No, man. It all goes back to one simple thing. <laughs> baseball gloves, baby. Baseball, baseball gloves. Baseball gloves. Without cows, there'd be mm -hmm. no baseball gloves. Sports episode without, was last one. Without, oh, Move I'm on, sorry. Dude. Uh, okay. So cows. Uh, Thanksgiving. So sides for you. Sides that you must have or can't have. Um, well, first of all, you're wrong. Mm. I mean, I, I'm just going to flat out say it. Now, growing this is up, over. We're done. Growing I'm, up, I'm leaving. Okay, bye. Growing up, mac and cheese was not on the table. Was not on the list. That's not part it's of not it. A, it's but not a Thanksgiving dish. A couple episodes ago, we talked about the best pranks we had pulled. And the guy that I pulled the Craigslist prank on, um, my buddy Scott, went home with me one Thanksgiving. And he was like, my, so my mom does, she's very accommodating to the other, like my siblings partners. Mm -hmm. So she never does the holiday on the holiday. She actually concedes every single holiday and is an enormous martyr about it, but that's uh, a side well, story. Yeah. But so Thanksgiving is always the night before Thanksgiving. So Scott was like, I'll go home and then why don't you come to my family's Thanksgiving the next day? I was like, okay, so he's like, is there mac and cheese there? I go, no. He goes, I'm not going. I was like, dude, we're almost there. He's like, you got to send your mom to the store. I was like, my mom lives in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like, you, she, there's no going to the store to get mac and cheese. I went to his family's Thanksgiving the next day. Three different types of mac and cheese. It was a game changer. Now, was this was this your it friend who's out changer. in L.A.? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, your black friend? Yeah. I, I feel like mac and cheese it's, it's is a cultural thing. It is it a is. cultural thing, it's an right? Absolute cultural thing. Yeah. Yep. And so, but like, I was like, yeah, this belongs here because I never had it. No, it but I was like, this belongs here. Does not. That's well. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. Strongly. And and what what it, I mean? Do you do do you eat mac and cheese now as an adult? Rarely. Rarely. But I will. And is it craft out of the box like Robert no. Kraft style? No. You make a, is it scratch? I, I will do scratch. Okay. But if it's box, I prefer the Cracker Barrel, the purple one. Crap. Cracker I'm, Barrel makes I don't even know. cheese. It's the purple one. I don't know hey, this. Life hack. Here you go. Buckle up. You ready? Uh, I'm probably not. Pay I don't think go I'm ahead. doing this. You're still paying attention. I, I'm probably not doing it. Get even a small me, so. can of, uh, of um, chilies. Oh, yeah. Well, and yeah. then, oh, and mix that right in there. And yikes. That yeah. is delicious. Um, delicious. If you make it from scratch... What's your preferred noodle? Shell, I, elbow? Elbow. It's the elbow. elbow. I don't care for the shell. I love the shell because it's like a little cheese pocket. I don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, well. The problem is if you get the shell al dente, it sucks. Well, yeah, you got to cook the noodle. Well, I know, but, I if, mean, if, you, but if, you, if you get impatient, because let's face it, if no. you're making mac and cheese, you're at rock bottom, you're desperate, you're hungry, and it's probably Saturday at four in the afternoon and you forgot to eat lunch. So you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on, I want to make this mac and cheese. And then, yeah, and then you get like the tough shells and it's, yeah, no thanks. Back to Thanksgiving though, my go-to size, mashed potatoes, 100%. Mm. Mashed potatoes. Oh yeah, mashed potatoes yep. with, with gravy. Uh, no, I'm not a gravy guy. Ooh. Not a gravy guy. Brown, white, doesn't matter. I, not a gravy how, guy. What is this relationship built on? It is a house of cards. Lies, obviously. Yeah. Well, I, what, there was there was some movie where they said you can't spell family without lies. So <laughs> I mean, that's Thanksgiving right there. You can't spell families without lies. Uh, you can't spell happiness without. Well, that's another episode. Oh. oh. Um, we'll save that for episode uh, siete. <laughs>
yeah. This I, is uh, uh, episode Quattro Formaggio. Quattro Formaggio. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Mac, mac and cheese. cheese. It's all about that's the right. cheeses. There it is. Uh, side dish hate list, 100%. Uh, get yams out of my life. I don't want mm. sweet potato anything. Mm. I don't care how many marshmallows and brown sugar and caramelized whatever you put on it. Get it out of here. I don't want it. Uh, so. I can take them or leave them. Take them or leave them. It's not a big deal for me, uh, but I do enjoy them. Uh, I also, I mean, it's the desserts really help to set up the Thanksgiving meal. I mean, it's, it is, you get the turkey, you get the mashed potatoes, you get the other stuff, but it really is the pie. And, and there is no other. Like, the cookies don't count on Thanksgiving. Cake doesn't count on, it's pie, right? Pumpkin pie is numero uno. With mm-hmm. and it's really again just a catalyst to carry the whipped cream of the Cool Whip, mm-hmm. um, but other pies that are, are okay, top so contenders for you at, may, on Thanksgiving. So if I can if I can sidebar us here real quick. Okay. This is the origin story episode. Oh. So I don't know if you remember this or not, but I remember you've been trying to talk me into this podcast for a long time, a few years now. And one of the catalysts. I can wear you down. I wear you down. Did I ever tell you when I, how I met my wife? Wore her down. Well, you took her to a rugby game and made a pickle fence. We <laughs> talked about that last episode. So you had asked me to do this for a long time, and we're different. We're very different people. And um, I had a dream one night where you and I were at a diner, and we were sitting at a diner counter, and I walked in, and I was like, hey, what's going on? And you were like, not much. And you slid me... A hat, like the the waitress came from behind the counter and put a white and a black hat on the table. Thanks, Lorraine. And oh yeah, Lorraine was really helpful that day. And I was I was like, what are these? And you said these are the hats that we have to wear for oh. the battle of good and evil in the end of the world. Ah yes. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then she brought our pie, and I got pumpkin pie, which is my favorite. And you got pecan pie, which I know you oh. like a lot. Ooh. And I was like. Why do you like pecan pie? And you're like, well, I like the part in the middle. And I said, what is the part in the middle? And you're like, I don't know. It's just like the jelly sweet part in the middle. Uh huh. And you put the white hat on. And I said, <laughs> I said, power move. And I said, wait, why are you the axis of good mm. for the battle of good and evil in the end of the world? I go, you can't even figure out what's in your pie. Don't need to. And then you just look at me and go, so it begins. <laughs> so and I woke up and I still remember that story. dream so vividly. And then I was like, that's a center and saint moment right there. That is. That's right there. But the the fact is, you don't know what's in your own pie. You got to know what's in there, man. Pecan pie, get it out of here. Get it out of my life. Don't want it. No. Pumpkin no. pie, all day. Um, that's the pie I just want. Just to appreciate day. something doesn't mean you need to be able to understand it. Like it's, it's, the, it's the Greek philosophy of the transcendentals. The three transcendentals being goodness, beauty, and truth, okay. and you don't, you can't argue them or explain them or debate them, because the reality, according to the Greeks, and I would agree with them, that it, when you experience any three of the transcendentals, you just know it. You know what goodness and beauty and truth are because it reveals itself. Okay, because when you said that, I immediately thought baby hippopotamus. I don't understand it. <laughs> But it makes sense. It's delightful. It is. And I, Absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah. So I 100% don't know what you're talking about. You don't know good... You've never seen Goodness, Beauty, and Truth? No. Oh, uh, that's, that's unfortunate. No. no. Well, that's... I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that watches the sunset. You've met, you've met my wife, so... Uh, I know you've seen at least two of them, if not three. Truth. Right there. She... Oh, she... She... You know, our... our she and I started our relationship on uh, Truth. Like, 
you got to say the hard truths, even if it hurts. Not because you're trying to hurt the other person, but because be that real. level of transparency is necessary and important for the communication of relationships. Yeah. yeah. So, in the spirit of truth, our sinner and saint moments. Um, uh, both within the present time, or if you need to call back to a, another season back. of life. Yeah, which we can or, easily do. Or to uh, observe from the life of others. So we're, we're all... Oh, wait, we can... It, smear campaign? Well, we kind of talk... No. Yeah, <laughs> it is that, isn't it? It becomes gossip. <laughs> and we don't want to... We, we, we were very specific. Let we, me tell you about Carl. <laughs> we didn't want to gossip. This guy. We don't want to talk... We don't want to air no, anybody can, else's dirty laundry. No, we can, we can relate to ourselves, and um, we can be real with ourselves at our at our best and worst times, and... and um, well, I'll go. I'll go. While you're uh, pontificating, I'll, I'll just go, because I want to get it off my chest. Okay. So it's it's uh, it's just an episode with uh, with my wife. I had other situations that were frustrating me, and uh, and blew up on my wife, and uh, mm-hmm. and was not proud of it. And, but yet was like I, it was kind of this thing of like, um, uh, the the tip came off of the hose, and you tried putting it back on while the water was pouring out. Right? It was like I can't. I, this is coming out of me, and I'm not trying to dump on her. Yeah. Um, but I can't get the cat back on it, and it's just gonna be. Uh, and like realizing, like I don't. Part of it is like I, I, I hope or I think she'll understand that I'm just expressing frustration with something. It was, it was in fact when I paused, she said, "I feel like this is about something else," and I, and I, and I. Which is part of uh, the length of our relationship of like, is this really about this or is it about something else? Um, because because we can project um, in that space. And she she, she kind of gave me that moment, and it gave mm-hmm. me a chance for for me to kind of recollect and kind of be mm-hmm. like, this is this isn't about you, but I'm incredibly frustrated uh, about these things, uh, which I sh- I then shared with her. Uh, it, it just was a low moment. It was a low day. It was a frustrating day. I was, I was down on myself, doing a little bit of um, uh, self-loathing, yeah, uh, self-loathing, which we all can kind of get into, and and it just happened to bubble out at that moment for her. And thankfully, she had enough. Uh, she was in a good enough space, which she often is, good enough space to not absorb that and to. Uh, but we do that, don't we? We, we beat up on the ones we love, and it is such a, such a toxic part of humanity that we we have those things that we project, and and we we go out in our daily lives, and we are someone to everyone, right? Yeah, and and yeah. we are one hundred percent just filters are up. Yep, we're being aware. We're very yep. much aware of who we are and yep. what we're saying and how we're responding and but our facial we, expressions. Yeah. And we get home, and we're we're so exhausted from doing that that we let. Let the shields down. Let you the let defenses all down. All the garbage out. And which means that, like the smallest thing, right? You just blinked too hard, sure. and now I'm unloading on you for. Sure. Well, and as her former work husband, she's a pretty heavy blinker. <laughs> like in your defense. Um, oh my gosh! Can you blink any heavier? It's so loud. Unbelievable. It's it's just like a hummingbird. Well, it's the fake eyebrows out. that she wears. The fake eyelashes that she wears. The fake eyebrows. Yeah. She draws them in, and they're so much. So much. Play. 
<laughs> no, I, I can I can relate to that. Um, just we have those moments in in our marriages, and and we have but we families, also have those families. But uh, yeah, we have those we have those uh, relationships with our our families too, where we can be we can be toxic. I've got a very low threshold for dumb, and that's that's <laughs> not a kind thing to say. So maybe that's my center contribution <laughs> this this week is I really have a low threshold for. Just dumb, and and I, I will from time to time have family members who get themselves into just, how did you not pay attention, mm. and this happened, mm. and and it drives Preach. me crazy. And I can I can be, talked about it in episodes before. I can be critical. I can be rude. I can be uh, very direct in a not loving way. Um, and so, which is why I like to be alone most of the time. Is it's it's really hard to offend nature, and unless you you know, burn it down, take a chainsaw to it. Yeah, exactly. Rude, but no. So I I have um, I I can be a very critical person when it comes to that narcissistic part of just how on earth did you not see that situation? And it is not a it's not a pretty thing. It's not a pretty thing by any means. It's kind of it's kind of one of those things where you, they almost need to just have a mirror mm-hmm. that they're just able to pull up and kind of put in front of you and mm-hmm. you see kind of how ugly you're being at that moment and yeah. you can be like, okay, fair enough. Now, I can't spin it though. I had a good saint moment yesterday. At, not a saint moment, but just like a good moment. Um, Were you aware of it at the time where you're like, okay, like I, I realize I'm embodying goodness or beauty or truth? No. Oh, see what I did there? No. I, I, are we talking about your life again? <laughs> Goodness and beauty and truth. I, if you were with my wife yesterday, we've got a whole other conversation to have. Just and it's saying. probably not happening. Just saying, oh, quick sidebar. Here's a really funny story. So I had a medical appointment not too long ago where they had to put an IV in me. And the girl's probably like mid-20s who, who does my IV. Uh-huh. And um, she takes the IV out and she's trying to put the cotton ball on with the tape. Uh-huh. But somehow, I don't know if she's flustered, a lot of heavy eye contact, I don't know what was going on. I'm laying down, I'm pants on, whatever. And so, she, but she keeps taping her thumb to my arm. And it, she gets to the third part, and I stop her and I just go, Hey, if I go home with a woman taped to my arm, it's, I've got some uncomfortable We're going to figure out our backstory. So you're going to have to figure this out real quickly. Um, so, no, yesterday I was, I was coming home and um, I stopped at the gas station, and there was a woman at the gas pump next, like, not next to mine, but like, not on the other side, but she was on the same side as me. Okay. At the pump next to mine. And she says, um, I'm sorry, can you help me? And she was an elderly woman. And she's like, I'm sorry, can you help me? And I said, sure. And, and she said, is this a good price for gas? Mm. And I said, well, what do you mean? Mm. She said, well, my husband just passed away and I've never had to buy gas or fill up the car. Wow. And I don't really know what I'm doing. And I said, okay, and she was driving a, a, a luxury automobile. And so I said, well, let's look real quick and like on the, you know, on the gas, uh, whatever, gas window thing. What do you call that? The gas door? Gas door. The gas door. Uh-huh. I was like, it should tell you if you have to have a specific kind of fuel because it's a luxury car, which, right. which some of them do. Yep. And I was like, okay, so yeah, you do need the higher octane fuel for this car. So you're going to need this one. And she was like, okay. And I was like, I... I'm curious to ask, why do you have pliers with you? She had a pair of pliers sitting on the trunk. And she was like, well, my hands aren't, I can't get the gas cap off. Mm. So I got to use the pliers. And I was like, okay. And I said, well, let me show you what to do. 
And I said, you know, how do you want to pay for it? And so I kind of walked her through how to fuel her car because this woman had just never done it. And she was late seventies, early eighties at least. Yeah. But she had just always had that person in her life who was able to do that and care for her. And it was, it was one of those things where it was, there was beauty in it because it was like, you had spent your entire life with someone who was able to do that. And 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 this was never a worry. This was never a worry for you. But now I'm the random guy who's helping you learn how to fuel up your car at whatever age she was. And so it was, it was one of those moments where for me, I didn't think twice about helping her because she asked, she was asking my, she was asking for me to come and talk to her. Yes. And so is this a good price for gas is where it started. And my, Uh my response was, well, it's better than where it was, but it's not as low as I'd like it to be. Yeah, and so, sure. But just seeing her not really knowing what she was doing and being yeah. able to help her was in that moment. And and I will say, you know, to, you know, stroke my own ego or whatever, I, I do think I'm a pretty selfless person. Like, if you need help and you ask for it. I'd say that too. I agree. I'm there to help. Now, I am a real jerk. If you tell me to do something, I'm probably not going to do it just out of principle. <laughs> because you could have asked me. You didn't have mm-hmm. to tell me. But um, no, so it was it was a good moment where I was able to um, just make somebody's life a little bit easier sure. that day and teach her how to fill up her car with gas. Yeah, um, yeah. Meemaw came home and told me about that, and I thought that was really nice. So was, now, <laughs> dude, now I was not I was not fond of when I walked away. She goosed me with those pliers, and I was like, well, Meemaw, Meemaw, come on. We were sad about Papa oh. being gone, so oh, she's man. she I, is frisky one. I jumped like a fart on the griddle when she did that. <laughs> Boy, I had no idea what to do. Uh, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, she, well, and she like got yeah. the clip. That she, she had the yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, good, good for you. And, and right. It took, it took nothing. Uh, I mean, a few moments of time, uh, it didn't matter. And, um, certainly that little bit of, uh, serotonin release of good, good, good juju. I mean, it was a Saturday. What else was I doing? Right. So, uh, yeah. So I had this moment, this is kind of a, a mix of sinner and saint for me, uh, where I thought, right. Best intentions. I thought I was doing, this good, kind, loving thing. So okay. I, I walked up behind my daughter, and uh, and she was she was sitting there reading something or maybe checking something on her phone or something. Um, and I hadn't seen her much that day, and I came up behind her and and put my hand on her neck, and I and I thought I was massaging it, and um, and held it there for two or three seconds, and she says. Would you stop? That's so frustrating and annoying. <laughs> and, and like I, I pulled my hand back, like touching a hot, uh, you know, a hot burner or whatever. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what was I doing? She's like, sit down. I'll show you what you were doing. And I was like, I'm, and so she sits, like, she does the same thing to me. Uh-huh. And of course, you know, she doesn't have nearly the the meat paws that I do. You, so you, she, so now, she, if there's one thing the men's room wall says, those yeah, are some meat those paws. are some meat paws. Those are some meat paws. So she she's trying to like squeeze or massage my neck. It felt pretty good actually. Okay. And she leans real near to me and she starts breathing real heavy, like. Ah, ah, ah. She's like, you like that? And I'm like, Weird. I'm like, if if that's what I was doing, that's not what I intended to be doing. I'm I'm sorry for that. Wow. Yeah. Uh. And so yeah, it was just it was also Man. kind of this just moment of like. 
you know, again, you were like I was trying to massage, I was trying to be nice. I thought I was coming up and giving you a, a you know, some some physical affection. Yeah, showing and, love and right, yeah. not disturbing what you were doing, but also letting you know I was here. And yeah. obviously, that was not the case. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of that same thing of like filters are down, like her filters were down. Sure. So she, you know, she came back at this attacking mode as opposed to like yeah. if she were in a public space, she'd be like. Could you not do that, please? Mm-hmm. Right? And at our best, mm-hmm. sometimes we do that to our family. But when our filters do. are down, we let that ugly, gnarly side kind of come out. Oh, uh, yeah. And bite yeah. and cut and slash. So we talked about, um, in a previous episode, the pranks. And you like you like the jump scare. I love You're the jump scare. big fan of love the jump scare. Love the jump scare. So speaking of the, like, when you were saying that your daughter was, like, in your <laughs> ear about <laughs> Yeah. So I, I have a hybrid schedule. I'm in the office sometimes. I'm from home sometimes. Um, this was within the past couple weeks. I am sitting in my office. My office faces a window, or my desk faces a window. So there's a whole room behind me that I don't, <laughs> not paying attention to. And I'm, I'm focused. I'm locked uh-huh. in. I'm, I'm working. And I... Don't hear her come in the door. I, and she doesn't, she's not trying to scare me. She's trying to be funny. I love this. I love everywhere she, where this is going. She is three inches from my ear. I don't know she's there. And I just hear, hey. And I, so to the direct right of my desk is a closet oh. and like a small cubby. I am Face first into that cubby, running away from what I am positive is a ghost. So fight or flight, because, you're uh, you're oh, flighting hard uh, huh? in my own home. Despite the fact that you're punching if, people in the mouth, uh, if you if you startle me in public, I will punch you. If you startle me in my own home, I'm running because I I'm not joking. It's the dumbest thing to think about. But I was just like, well, that's a ghost. That's exactly what that is. That there's a ghost in my house because it was so close to my ear that I was like, it's inside my head. It's just like, hey, oh my gosh. And you're going to outrun and a ghost? I think you're faster than a ghost, huh? I'm a, oh, I'm 100% faster than a ghost. 100%. You put me in a ghost in a foot race, ghost has no chance. No chance at all. Casper, you ain't got nothing, yeah. son. Yeah, take that. Uh, my, I was working late one night. Kids were young, and so I, I stayed at home. During the day with the kids, and then when my came, uh, my wife got off work, she would come home and, and take over, and so I'd go into the office and work. And um, one night I was over in the office working, and uh, there was a storm happening, and so the, th- the lightning and thunder, all that was making plenty of extra noise. Sure. Usually I heard the door open and, and would uh, would know somebody was coming in. But I was, my back was to the door. I mean, similar situation. Back to oh, the door. Yeah. Yep. I'm working. Uh, and I didn't hear anything, but for whatever reason, I, I turned, maybe I was getting up to go to the, get a drink, go to the bathroom or something. And as I turned, my, my wife was coming into my office and I was so, (laughs) I was so terrified. I like did this like punch at the air and moaned like, (laughs) kind of a thing. And it was so Obviously, quite the spectacle for her. She just bust out laughing, and she's like, "You think that's gonna defend you if uh-huh. somebody's coming in to get uh-huh. you?" Yep, <laughs> like, that's my best move. Absolutely, absolutely, will. 
Oh my gosh, that's awesome. We got a good laugh out of that. Like, oh, just, I got a good laugh out uh-huh, of that. Yeah. The uh-huh. She's like, I'm glad I could scare you. Like, oh it was like, gosh, that's so you can be terrified. Yeah, sure. I can. I'm... Hey, man, I shared an office with her. She can be terrifying. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> oh, that is geez. true. That is true. No specific gravities don't add up. Oh, mm. She's going to crucify you. Um... Life skill number one, uh, life advice. Uh, From this episode? Yeah, put bells on every door so nobody can sneak in behind you. Good Lord, yes. That is great <laughs> life advice. Oh, my gosh. Um, takeaways are uh, the, the be a better work husband than their real husband. <laughs> Ouch, don't do that. Make sure you're not that. Be a better version of them. Yeah, make sure you screw up every once in a while so they know that they're, they can be happy going home. Mm-hmm. Jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three, uh, every new relationship should require an application that you fill out. Gosh, I, I am just so disappointed we don't have it. <laughs> I would love to get my hands on that again. That had to, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go find it. It's got to be out there. It's on the interwebs. Yeah, and I minus obviously fill out the application. Fill out the application. That's right. Do and it. Apparently also choose Taylor Swift over Justin Bieber. Um, and I got to tell you, honestly, if I was in Walgreens and there was a Taylor Swift song on, I couldn't tell you it was Taylor Swift or Justin Bieber. Uh, I'm a Swifty. I'm a big. Uh, Are I'm you a, really? I am. I I like her. You're I enjoy a Swiftie. her. Swifty. I think I like her as a person. Okay. I appreciate her as an artist. Uh, yeah, she she gets my she gets my vote. Um, okay. So yeah, and, I, and I'm okay with that. So I like you it. See, if you see me at a Taylor Swift concert, just say hey. Well, I, I but won't. please don't sneak up behind me. Life advice for um, watch out for that corpse reviver because uh, we are done with this podcast and our drinks are We're not. not done. So this yeah, this it's is a sneaky snake. Whew, it is a, a it's, it's a sipper. It is very much not a, a sipper. Yeah. So yeah, you wanna you wanna spirit us? Yes, out? Uh, your spirit as you go uh, as you head into your week. Um, may the things that startle you uh, be the things of goodness, beauty, and truth. And when faced with fear, uh, may uh, you keep enough filter uh, to give your best, especially to those that you love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, have a great week, and thanks for tuning in to Sinner and Saint. Happy Sunday, guys. Bye-bye. Uh-oh, gonna take us out. So long. Grab my hat and the cane. I'm out. Okay.